wake up. This is not a dream. Hey guys. Hey. Uh, so we have some five star reviews that we want to read out. Um, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for these comments. Thank so you. we are just going to straight up dive right into Let's the reviews and Let's then straight up dive right into the story because I'm so excited. I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. So first one comes from Kraken Bottles. He <laughs> says, I really enjoy your podcast. I would love to hear your take on the Sylvia Likens murder. It creeped mm. me the fuck out. Ooh. Do you know that murder? Joy? No. Holy. I might if I heard it. Tits. It, it, you you might if I explained it, but I'm not going to do it on this podcast because it's like the most horrific story. I don't think I would ever even want to do this story. Really? It's really. Maybe I should do it. It's really fucking intense. Maybe I should. Anyway, uh, next one Joy's going to read for us. This one is from... <laughs> you. you got this. Valf Valfro Doctor Iceland. Love it. I, <laughs> it'd be great if you guys could look into Richard the Iceman Kuklinski. You did this because of the I did, words. I swear I didn't. I wanted to give you the longer review to read. Oh <laughs> Yeah, another very screwed up childhood. He was a hitman for the mob while still living a normal family life. He's a legend over here. It'd honestly be the best one you guys will ever do. If Heather broke the ice, huh, to Joy for the story, oh it'd be an excellent broadcast. <laughs> Love the show. Aw, thank you. We might have to look into that. I actually, it doesn't ring a bell ice to me man? right now. Huh. I, mean, I probably do know of it because I feel like I know of everything, but hmm. that one doesn't ring a bell. Um, And then we have one more. <laughs> it just says thumbs. That one was on Apple Podcasts, so that one's super visible, and I love it. But yeah, so um, if you guys want to leave us a five-star review, rate, review, whatever, it helps us out a lot. It gets us more visibility, so more people can listen and join in, and we like reading them. So yeah. thank you guys again. Thank you. Bitch, are you ready? I'm ready! Bitch, okay. <laughs> I, I've known about this one for a couple of years now, and every time I think about it, I'm just so creeped out, and I love it, because it's a mystery, and whether, because you know how sometimes, like Occam's Razor, they say that whatever is the m most like likely mundane reason for something is probably what happened. Mm -hmm. But with this story, even if that is the case, it's still so horrifying. So no matter what outcome it is, it's still terrifying, which is why I love it in a horrible way. Okay, anyway. Here we go. <laughs> He's saying I love something terrible. <laughs> it's fine. It happens. <laughs> okay. I'm pumped. You should be. I'm so pumped. And this one's full of really hard to pronounce words. So My favorite. for every single person in the Netherlands, I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry to that last guy. I just read. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. Okay. And I appreciate the support because I know people in the Netherlands are supporting me. I can hear them clapping from here. Oh, yeah. I can hear them. Same. All right. Chris Kremers and Lizanne Froon were roommates and friends from Amersfoort, Netherlands. Oh. I know I nailed that for a fact. Don't even, If you're from Netherlands, don't even talk to me. I know that was perfect. <laughs> they had both just graduated from college and had saved up money from their waitressing jobs to travel to Panama. And I had to add this in here because I wanted to make it challenging to pronounce things. I have the name of where they worked. It is in den kleinen hap. All right, you know what? That's it. Good. That's it. They planned. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
they planned on going for vacation to Panama, but also they wanted to spend time volunteering with children and learning Spanish, which sounds pretty cool to me. Mm-hmm. Do you know this story? Did nope. it ring a bell yet? Are you serious? No, nope, not yet. Oh my god. I know. Chris was 21 when the girls left for Panama and had just graduated with a degree in art education. She was known to be open, creative, and responsible. She also was an avid diary keeper, which will become important later in the story, so keep that in mind. Lizanne was barely older, at 22 years old, and had graduated with a degree in applied sciences. She was passionate, a volleyball player, she was standing at six feet tall. Holy shit! I know. No wonder she was a volleyball player. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. A whole foot taller than that's you. That's a whole foot taller than me? <laughs> Brimming with talent, intellect, and optimism. So they're just two sweet girls kind of just starting their lives, excited for the prospects. Uh, They arrived in Panama on March 15th, 2014, planning to stay for six weeks. Little did anyone know that they would never be returning home. I just got goosebumps. Good. Get those goosebumps. So the girls toured around uh, different cities in Panama for the first two weeks before they headed to... Now, I, I actually looked this one up, how to pronounce it. I don't know why this was the one of all the words in here, but Boquete, Panama is how okay. you pronounce it. Boquete. On March 29th to start the volunteering aspect of their trip. There was a misunderstanding with the school that they would be volunteering at, and they actually arrived a week earlier than expected. So Chris noted in her diary that the assistant director was rude to them about the mix-up and that the school didn't have anything for them to do for a week. So... Th- quote from her diary says there was not yet a place to or work for us so we could start dot 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 the school thought it was odd as it was all planned since months ago tomorrow they will get a hold of the head teacher this was a real disappointment anyway go with the pen i can't pronounce this word i hate myself panamanian flow i'm sure that was right she wrote so they get there and the school's like what the fuck I don't know why they'd be mad about somebody getting there early, but... Yeah, and then especially if they're coming to volunteer. Like, there's got to be something that you can do at a school. I know. I was thinking, like, maybe they got mad because there was nowhere for them to stay, but that's not true because they were staying with a host family. They weren't staying at the school. So I'm like, all right, be grateful, bitches. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> all right. That's looking weird, but yes. I thought so, too, but whatever. So the morning of April 1st, 2014, was a relatively normal morning for the girls. They planned on taking a hike near the Continental Divide on the... No, I did not look this one up, so I apologize. On the Pianista Trail. That must be right. But before that, they met up with two other Dutchmen for brunch. The sweet Dutchmen. You know them. These other men have been questioned and ruled out as suspects. I'm just going to go ahead and get that out. What are you laughing at? Picture them with the little Dutch boy haircuts. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was actually kind of interesting. They found two other Dutchmen in Panama, like in the like rural Panama. But yeah, so they went out to brunch with them, and like I was saying, the police eventually questioned these guys. They have been totally ruled out as suspects. So. Don't even try thinking about that because you're absolutely wrong. But is it like the last like story that you did where they like ruled out the friends? (laughs) (laughs) No, this. Well, I mean, kind of. It didn't say much about them. I couldn't look up Mm -hmm. a whole lot about them, but it was clear that they weren't on the radar of anybody. So I was like, all right, they must just be dudes. I don't know. Chilling. Yeah. The time they started their hike was anywhere from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. And it varies, but depending on what the hell I'm reading, because I even went as far as to read tra- like transcribed 
Spanish articles on this. How long ago was this? 2014. Oh, oh wow. So, yeah. Like it five just years hit ago. me how recent that was. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty recent. Um, so, yeah, between 10 and 11 a.m., they were they set forth for their little trek of the day. It was People were saying it was a very common trail and that it should have just taken them, like, a handful of hours. It wasn't, like, an all-day thing. They mm-hmm. should have been back by, like, mid-afternoon. Were they hiking with the Dutch boys? Nope. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Darn. So both the girls also had posted on Facebook before they headed out. They were just kind of explaining what they were doing that day, just like normal. Yeah. Go normal young girls. So they clearly posted normal. Like Hashtag nothing was up hike. before they left. Hashtag nothing's up. <laughs> so the girls headed that. out for their hike with Blue, which was the host family's dog. Aww. And I specifically read it was a husky mix. So I just FYI. Adorable little baby. baby. Many speculate that this was more of an outside dog than a beloved pet, or perhaps he was both, but he clearly knew the surrounding area very well as he made his way back home that night alone. The girls were nowhere to be seen. The host family alerted police, and the locals began helping search for the girls the next morning. Quote, we were out looking for the girls three or four days before, and I think it's an acronym, but I'm just going to say it, uh, Cineproc which is basically the Panamanian police, Mm -hmm. before the police got involved, says John Tornblum, Tornblom, maybe, uh, a guide who has more than 10 years of experience in the area. He was questioned. Obviously, a lot of people were questioned around the area. But he was basically saying that, hey, we were out here for so many days before the police even got involved. What the fuck, basically, is his thing. So the first 24 hours are obviously key for a search and rescue operation. But the authorities hesitated because they thought, quote, the girls were out on a party somewhere instead of really missing. How many times have you heard that? More times than I can count. Whenever there's a young girl or young person missing in a foreign country, it's always like, oh, they're out partying. And it's like, but if like I feel like so I'd many be like posting that I'm going to this new club or I'm like going to go yeah. try this new restaurant or like they the hike care. was fun and no, then you take care. pictures of the hike. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like if you're going partying, you would have like post something about something. They were like, oh, young girls, they must be out partying. <laughs> Once the government did get involved, however, volunteers like this John guy I was just mentioning were ordered to stand down while Cineproc conducted its own searches, which I find. I mean, kind of weird, but also not that weird mm-hmm. because if they're investigating, they might not want people to get in the way. But also, yeah. when there's been missing persons cases before, it seems like the community always gets together and searches and the police don't give a shit. They actually like the extra help. Mm-hmm. But maybe they were suspicious of people in the area. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. On April 2nd, the girls had an appointment with a local tour guide who was going to take them around the area. The locals became more worried when they didn't show up to this. The next day, April 3rd, was the first day of aerial and foot searches that were done in the forest, in the town. Some sources state that the aerial searches, however, weren't performed until April 8th. So I can gather just from what that John guy said, it was three or four days before they started searching. So they probably, anytime between the 3rd and the 8th, they were, basically, they were late. They were Mm -hmm. late to the search. Let's just leave it at that. Because, yes. Like, not trying to be gruesome, but if there were bodies, I'm sure Mm -hmm. something would have, like eaten them like that sounds really bad but like four days we'll get into it okay by april 6th no trace had been found of either lizanne or chris the families flew out from the netherlands soon after to aid in the search they brought with them the dutch authorities who joined the panama police with locals and search dogs 
The parents also put up a $30,000 reward at the time for any information. 10 weeks go by with absolutely what? no sign of either girl. Granted, the Panama rainforest is probably crazy, but also mm -hmm. it was a very common trail. So I'm sure at this point they were expecting either they got taken or they tr they went way off the trail because they mm -hmm. could not find them, not a sign of them. So in June, now they got missing April 1st, now it's June, an Indian man and his wife from the semi-nomadic Nabe Bulg tribe, I'm so sorry, were planting rice on the shores of a river-fed pool about a day's walk away from Boquete. While they were taking a swim to cool off from the work, the wife noticed a bright blue backpack in the weeds off to the side of the river. She later told police that she was absolutely sure the bag had not been there the day prior. There, 15 hours away from civilization, in a jungle teeming with large cats and deadly snakes, was a shiny blue backpack, dry, and in surprisingly excellent condition. Inside this backpack were the only clues we would ever find to finding out what happened to Chris and Lizanne. Inside that backpack, police found $83, two cell phones, two pairs of sunglasses, two bras, a water bottle, a camera, and Lizanne's passport. The cell phones and the camera would prove to be absolutely vital as the river somehow had not damaged either in any way. Both contained disturbing evidence. Can you imagine? Like, can you just take a minute here? Can you even imagine? It's like the premise of a fucking movie. That is like such weird things to find. Like you take off your bra. That was one of my first forest, thoughts. All right. And you put them so in you your and I, you I mean, and I, I both would. have boobs. We both have yeah. boobs. We are girls. We have boobs. Can you imagine taking off your bra on a hike? Because I'm sorry, what? Like I would no, take off everything so else first. Uh, no. Would you not? Yeah. Everything else would go first. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's no. that was very bizarre to me. No, that's like a and then like one passport. Like, yeah. Why are you carrying your passport around with you? Normally, I would like. You don't keep take that a passport hiking. It's very strange. It's Maybe she was worried to leave it behind because she didn't trust people there. Who knows? It's just kind of interesting. So yeah. the bras were found to be Chris and Lizanne's that they had been wearing when they left for their hike that day. The two cell phones that were found were Chris's iPhone 4 and Lizanne's Samsung Galaxy 3. This is us. I know. The iPhone <laughs> and the Samsung. <laughs> Fuck. Just FYI, the iPhone proves to be more resilient. <clears throat> Just saying. <clears throat> All right. Which which Galaxy was this? Uh, Galaxy 3. Oh. Well, the Galaxy 4 <laughs> is what I had, and I dropped it in a pool. <laughs> and it was good. <laughs> um, so the phones had stayed in service. Okay. Oh, my God. I have to take a breath. Sorry. I didn't realize I was getting to the part that, like, fucking... Oh, man. All right. Take a breath, Joy. I need you to. Yeah. Guys listening, take a fucking breath. So the phones had stayed in service for almost 10 days after they had gone missing. Over four days, 77 attempts were made to call the police via 112, which is the emergency number in the Netherlands, and also 911, which is the emergency number for Panama. Using the call logs, the police were able to piece together the time the girls had spent as soon as they had gone missing. The first two emergency oh calls gosh. had been made just hours after the girls started their hike at 4.39 p.m. So that was five hours after they had started. And it is about the time that they should have been seen back already. 
The jungle was so dense that neither call had gone through. In fact, out of the 77 calls that were made to the emergency, only one managed to make contact, but it broke up two seconds later. Luzanne's phone died on April 5th, so the battery just, death. (coughs) Samsung. Anyway, Chris's phone had stayed alive, but had only been turned on periodically in the next six days, presumably to check for a signal, before being turned off for the last time on April 11th at 11.56 a.m. On April 6th, the day after Luzanne's phone had died, there have been several unsuccessful attempts to unlock Chris's phone with an incorrect pin. So let's take this in for a second. What you were basically seeing from these call logs at first glance is that these girls stayed alive for 11 days, or at least one of them stayed alive for 11 days after they went missing. I never, weirdly enough, was able to look up if they had any food with them. But from what I kind of gather, they didn't. So let's just leave it at that for now, that it's assumed that the girl stayed alive. Oh, my fucking God. She ate the other girl. I can't with this until dog shit. (laughs) No, no, no. Oh, my God. Okay, here's my theory. I wonder if they're starting to go a little bit crazy, and that first girl had the Android, and she Mm -hmm. kept trying to call and call and call, and the other Mm -hmm. girl's like, no, you need to shut off your phone. Like, Mm -hmm. it's obviously not working right now. But she didn't listen until her phone died, and then Mm -hmm. she tried to use the iPhone because she was so desperate, like, trying to log in behind her back, and the girl's like, no, like, calm down. Interesting theory. I don't know how she'd you be able to do it behind crazy. her back. Fucking, you take it and you run. <laughs> oh, and you're yeah. like, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, so to me, that's like horrifying. Because like no matter what, oh God, it's horrifying. Okay. I can't imagine Kip trying to call and nothing mm-hmm. goes through. And the one time it goes through, it doesn't. Oh my God. Yeah. I would climb a fucking tree. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone, did you hear that? Joy would climb a tree. <laughs> anyway, as distressing as the phone logs were, they were nothing compared to what was found on Lizanne's camera. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. When police started going through the photos, they started normally with the girls on their hike up the trail. They looked happy, and they didn't seem in distress. And by the way, guys, this will absolutely be posted on Instagram. You need to see these pictures. Yes. They are so... Uh, they're so... Oh, my God. Okay. You need to look at them, so we'll post them up. They looked happy. They didn't seem distressed. The phones soon... Oh, sorry. The photos... The photos soon stop around midday on April 1st. No photos were taken again until April 8th. So a week later, and suddenly there's a burst of activity on this phone, or sorry, this camera. Here we go. Buckle up. Just fucking strap uh, strap it on. All right. <sighs> I can't. This is so horrifying to me. So no photos were taken again until April 8th, which mm-hmm. means that at least one of them survived for a fucking week in the in the forest, I, I can't. I can't. Okay. I feel like you'd be able to find something to eat in a rainforest. Apparently, it was they were taken near a river or a stream. One photo shows a twig with what looks like red plastic stuck to it and candy wrappers next to it on top of a rock. Another shows what looks like toilet paper and a mirror on another rock. Another shows the back of Chris's head with what looks like blood near her temple. Now, the reason why these photos are so vague is because all 90 photos were taken between 1 and 4 a.m. in complete darkness. So try to think about how dark a forest would be at night. Just no lights anywhere. So on average, during this time, there was one photo taken every two minutes. So again, 
There was no photos for a week, and then suddenly a burst of 90 photos taken within three hours, and then it never starts up again. So bizarre. So weird. So some speculate that these were taken to, quote, document what had happened to them. Others say that they were using the flash from the camera to ward off wild animals or perhaps as a light source for them to see. Going to go ahead and talk about that Mm -hmm. stuff later on, but I have a very strong opinion about the camera photos. Mm -hmm. I really do. So of the 90 photos suddenly taken, (laughs) oh my God, what? (laughs) One of them ate the candy. And the other one freaking, like, murders her. Oh, no. And she's like, it's because of these candies that she ate. <laughs> Fuck. Please, nobody get get lost in the woods with me. No. No. That's horrible. I'm sorry. I'm no, so you're sorry. fine. Of the 90 photos that were suddenly taken, only a handful were visible, and almost all of them were completely black. So I find that very strange, because they must have been just like kind of facing the camera like straight up or something because yeah, like, if, if you're using a flash for light it would be you would, a, you would see a twig right or like you would see something. which is why you can see some in some pictures so i'm guessing that the other ones they were just they weren't trying to document the area obviously i'm sorry I'm, i know i'm gonna say this at the end again but i'm sorry you stupid people they obviously were not documenting the area why would you do that during the middle of the night if you're going to document the area doing it during the day mm-hmm. when you can see there's no reason to do it at night so it's very clear they were doing that to ward off predators mm-hmm. to me it is such a no-brainer that that's what they so were doing scary i can't imagine being in like oh and like, there's like fucking jaguars oh. the fact that they were doing that on the eighth night instead of the first night means that they weren't doing it to see quote unquote mm-hmm. because why wouldn't they do it the first night they were obviously trying to keep something away with that flash. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that's the only thing I, that makes sense to me. So, oh my god, that's so scary! Allegedly, there is a photo that was deleted off. It was either one of the girls' phones or off the camera. I think it's because of the um, the translation of articles. I can't tell if it was on a phone or a camera, mm-hmm. but one of the photos was deleted. I think it was off the camera, based on what I've read. Um, some say that there's evidence that the photo was deleted via a computer and not directly from the camera or directly from the phone, leading some to believe that the police deleted it in order to hide something before handing the photos to the girl's parents. It's seen as odd because no other photos have been deleted, and the one that had happened to be number 509. So let me just say 508 was the last normal picture. And 510 was the nighttime pictures. So that picture was taken in between and it was deleted. So people find that very, very strange. Just going to say that. Uh. From the backpack, police obtained 13 DNA samples. Two of these came from unknown women. The police searched around the area the backpack was found and wouldn't find anything more until August. So a couple more months. They found bone fragments along the... Culubre Riverbank. I hope that's right. They found part of a pelvis and a rib, which would later be confirmed to be Chris's, and a hiking boot with a foot still inside of it, which would be confirmed as Lizanne's. They also found one of Chris's empty hiking boots, and a mile upstream, they found her jean shorts. But the odd thing about that is that they were neatly folded, zipped, and buttoned up on a rock. So an interesting thing about the shorts is that, and people argue about it constantly, is that the person who found the shorts says they were found by being pulled out of the river. The official documents say that they were folded on a rock, which I find 
very weird because why is there such a huge discrepancy there? I don't know. But that's what it is. It is what it is. So along with the remains of the girls, authorities also found other unidentified human remains, likely from a washed-out indigenous cemetery. Which is creepy, but you know what happens. Mm -hmm. This is important because while Lizanne's bones were pretty much... Sorry. (laughs) My throat. (laughs) Lizanne's bones seemed to be in a condition that was consistent with a long fall. Chris's bones looked as if they had been bleached. So Lizanne's bones were... They were decomposing very normally. Mm-hmm. Like, it looked like somebody had fallen and just died, and they started decomposing over the next couple of months. Whereas Chris's, everyone said it was so strange because they were, like, stark, clean, and pretty much looking bleached, like white. And that doesn't happen unless you use chemicals. That's what people mm-hmm. were saying. So the bones were, oh, the bones of the unidentified indigenous people were not bleached in the same way, even after who knows how long they had been there. So, again, strange. Authorities found it very weird that her bones seemed bleached after only a couple weeks. So remember how long this time frame is. Mm -hmm. The medical examiner later said the low number of bones, the lack of marks on them, and the presence of bleaching, perhaps, all of those could suggest the use of lime or a similar chemical to speed up decomposition. However, as of today, nothing has been concluded in that matter. So, But just keep it in mind because it's very strange. Police questioned locals, tour guides, and other tourists that had been in there at that time, but got nothing else. They didn't have enough evidence to determine the cause of death and only had the photos and call logs to go off of. Dutch authorities suspect they might have fallen off a cliff after becoming lost, but foul play couldn't be ruled out. With the information they had, the case was declared closed and the cause of death was an accident likely due to a fall. They assumed one of the girls had fallen and the other had stayed by her side. Many who believe this theory say it was Chris who had fallen and Lizanne was left alive after Chris died eventually on the 6th, leaving her to try to use Chris's phone but not knowing the pin. This also lines up with the photo of Chris's bloody head, which is kind of frustrating because the only photo released online of that is the blood is cropped out, but whatever, fucking just... I always want everything. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I'm an actual detective or something, and I just I am owed every single like right. case document. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's believed that while leaving to get help, uh, Lizanne falls herself and is injured and dies in the river. From here, the bones and clothing wash downstream with the backpack where they are discovered. So why doesn't the case end there? Because none of that lines up with a lot of evidence we found. Right? It seems like. That's the Occam's razor. That's the most likely scenario, right? It's more likely that that happened than a serial killer got to them, right? Mm-hmm. But they, it's, it seems hard for people to line up a lot of the, like, the photos, the call logs, certain things to that exact theory, the bones, everything, especially the bones. We're going to go into it. So it's clear that the Panama police did a poor job investigating this case. It took them days before they even got involved. They kicked out volunteers, and the Dutch forensic team seemed to find evidence that had gone unnoticed by the Panama police. They discovered 30 unidentified fingerprints on the items in Lizanne's backpack. Police hadn't been tracking fingerprints in the case, so the findings were rendered useless. Another odd detail is that the one of the people who was in the team who found the girls' remains was a local guide who offered to take the girls on a tour of the area. 
He had also offered to let them stay at his ranch overnight on the other side of the mountains. The girls declined this offer and had scheduled a tour with somebody different, although some... um, some of the things I read said that they scheduled, they still had a scheduled tour with him that day. They didn't show up. So it was either it was with the same very like weird, creepy mm-hmm. tour guide or it was a different tour guide. We're not sure. But either way, they had talked to him and like interfaced at some mm-hmm. point. So interestingly enough, um, people, a lot of people in the area said that he was super creepy and would like come on to female tourists all the time and just not comfortable and it's like understood why they said no Mm -hmm. (laughs) um the remains that were found were just a few hours from his ranch so the guy from earlier john torn (laughs) bloom i think that was right the way i pronounced it um he said that some of our female clients have complained of him harassing them there are also claims of him bathing in hot springs with his female clients (laughs) so he also says He ought to at least be interrogated the right way. If this happened in the States or in Europe, the investigation wouldn't have been taken or would have been taken to a whole different level. Um, He should have been the top suspect if there was even suspicion of a crime, unquote. So that makes sense to me. But from the sounds of it, they didn't even question him. He was part of the search team, it sounds like. But they were just like, oh, he's just helping with the search. Like, but then also... I'm thinking, why was he helping with the search if they kicked out a lot of, like, the local people? I, It does not mm-hmm. make sense to me, and it's very hard to get more detailed information on that. The girls were on a clearly marked trail and couldn't have gotten lost, shouldn't have gotten lost. Mm-hmm. But things happen in the wilderness, you know. They may have strayed too far. I know me, if I was, like, exploring... <laughs> I'm so stupid. I, I know for a fact I would have gone <laughs> off that trail, and I probably would have died, and it would have been my fault. So I don't put it past, like, young people to, tr- like, stray off trails. I'm just going to... I would not even go on the trail if there's freaking, like, <laughs> big cats in the woods. I've seen too much Animal Planet for that, and I'd probably die So fear. <laughs> Some, something clearly happened to the girls to prompt that first emergency call around 5 p.m. So let's go back right now and discuss some of the popular theories. I have written down pretty much just, like, a handful of theories every every weird thing that people are pointing out fits into one of these. Mm-hmm. So looking at the first one, people say Chris was injured in a fall. So I already kind of went over it, but people believe that Chris fell while she was crossing what's called a monkey bridge. Do you know what that is? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm going to seem smart for a second. No. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so monkey bridge is like, it's just ropes and you grab onto a rope and then you shuffle your feet on a rope as well. So like the rope that you're holding onto, you're guiding it. Again, you're like, why would you go on this trail? Because <laughs> sometimes that's the only thing you can use to get across. It's like I would just for the more back. experienced oh, trail no. blazer. Uh, but yeah. And then there's I mean, panther so, wing. If I'm being honest, it actually looks really fun. I would love to go across one of those. It looks fun. I would love to in a place like main event or some like fucking <laughs> Dave and Buster's place where it's like if you fall, you'll probably live. Not like if you fall, you're dead. Um, Anyways. Yeah, so they think that she fell on one of these. Um, It's clear that she was injured somehow due to the photo of the back of her head that had blood on it. Mm -hmm. And it was very clearly her hair because it was red. She had reddish hair. Mm -hmm. You know. It'd be like me. (laughs) Web sleuths have determined that the photo taken of the twig and the red plastic shows an area next to a well-known monkey bridge on that trail. They suspect the girls stayed together while waiting slash calling for help because Chris was injured and Lizanne didn't want to separate from her. The photos were taken that night to, quote, 
document the area Lizanne left Chris's body after she died. I don't believe this for a second, but hey, it's it's a theory people believe, so whatever. I find this odd. Leave? What? Why would you leave your friend? Like, oh. no, you wouldn't. I mean, I, I get that. I'm saying I don't believe that they were the photos were to document. That's so stupid. Why would? I'm sorry. All right. So I find this odd because if you were going to leave and get help and you wanted to document the area Chris was, I already said this. Why wouldn't you do it during the day? They had what a week. Why would you be like, it's been eight days, it's been seven and a half days, this is my chance, and it's like 1 a.m. and it's pitch dark, and you're like, yeah, you're like 90 <laughs> photos real quick, I'm doing it, and then you like go running in the dark, that's, I'm sorry, that's stupid, you would wait till, you would wait till the morning, you would wait until it was like, I'm, I'm so heated about this. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> if you guys could have seen Heather's face just now, it was amazing. <laughs> Anyway, so, um, <laughs> was she really going to take off at night and find help just as uh, she'd take those? Pff, I can't read. I can't I, read anymore. I'm so angry. I would never, ever want to run in a forest at night. Right. You would run into something Especially and for like sure die. The rainforest. It makes no sense. Oh, my God. Maybe she was taking the pictures as she was running. I had never thought of that before. That's a possibility, right? Wait, maybe like she was like she was using she it heard. to light the way while she was running. Maybe, hey, it's a possibility. Maybe she was like, "Wait, where is my candy?" Oh yeah, and then she oh took my a picture of that, and then she was like, "Wait, wait, where is my friend?" And then she's like, "Oh, I don't think my friend's still alive." And then she hears a noise, and she's like, "Oh!" And then she starts running. You know, I mean, what? it's a possibility. No, but I'm being serious right now. I actually, it's not. It's more likely for me that she was taking the photos as she was running. More likely than her staying in one place and documenting a place. Yeah, like, oh, no. that's true. Anyway, so like low key, not that I wouldn't care about my friend, but like if I were in the forest and there were fucking panthers and tigers and shit, I don't know if that's really what's there. Big cats, okay, that's what I heard. If I was hurt, I would tell you to go get help. I would not let you stay with me and just keep calling for a week. If my friend were dead and there were big cats, I would so, probably walk away. Here, for at least during the night. Here's the thing: we don't or know. Hide. We don't know for a fact when Chris died. We have we have no idea, and it's so frustrating me to me. And I'm gonna try not to get all worked up about it because I hate when I don't know things, which is why I love mysteries. Because <laughs> I hate, I love hating things. Um, I have a theory after the theories. So, it's it's interesting because the picture is a very close up picture of the back of her head. It's not. It's obviously it was taken at night, this picture, and the flash is, like, very close to her her head. It just seems very weird to me, but it's so creepy because no matter what, no matter what, well, not no matter what, there's another theory, but most likely, mm -hmm. Lizanne was still alive a week after they had gone missing and with her friend who had either died way earlier or had just died. Mm-hmm. I just cannot imagine being in the forest for a week where it's pitch dark at night and you're just like calling for help a week. You'd be so thirsty, so hungry. I'm sure they had water. You'd be so hungry. Oh my God. I just, just thinking about it is so terrifying to me because that's like the most likely scenario, the least sinister scenario. And it's still horrifying. Like I was saying, I feel like it's the most believable thing that the flash for the pictures was being used to ward off some kind of scavengers or some kind of creature, mm -hmm. which is very scary as well. As for it being Chris who was injured and then Lizanne was left on her own, I feel like that also does fit with other evidence. Chris's iPhone was turned on after several days of inactivity without anyone entering the pin. This is because Chris is dead and mm -hmm. Lizanne was on her own and didn't know the pin, which 
that lines up to me. That mm-hmm. makes sense. So what I find strange is that basically they didn't leave behind any documentation for the first seven days of being stranded. And then when they finally started doing so on April 8th, the messages are so cryptic and the photos are so vague. Why don't we have any photos of one of the girls pointing the camera at themselves or expressing something or easy to understand notes in their phones or written on the ground? As I was saying earlier, Chris was a super, super avid diary keeper. She documented so much of her life. It was really hard to believe that she wouldn't have tried to leave some kind of message. Because people who are like, oh, she's documenting. It's like, I I just find it impossible. I feel like, and I do find it strange that the girls didn't try to document anything. I feel anything. like, especially if, like, I felt like I, like, was just not going to make it, I would, like, at least try to make, like, a video. Right. Like, you could take a picture of something scrawled in the dirt, or they had their phones turned on. Those phones have the capability to write notes in them, you know? You don't mm-hmm. have to write it in the dirt. You just write it on your phone. I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird to me. She was someone who always wrote, every, like, she wrote in her diary, like, every day, pretty much kind of a person. So, why not? Um, so the next theory, that was just a pretty good overview, I think, of that one. But the next theory is a police cover-up. Basically, uh, one of the Panama police, they're saying, had just straight up deleted that picture. Obviously, it was like a quote-unquote incriminating picture that Mm -hmm. was deleted. People are saying if the photograph was deleted in the camera, that the image would have most likely been on the memory card still somewhere and would have been retrievable. But the fact that it was nowhere anywhere is why people think it was deleted using a computer. Mm -hmm. I need John's super smart computer engineer (laughs) knowledge to know exactly how the fuck that would work. So Mm -hmm. I'm not knowledgeable enough to know, but that's what people say. So I've seen some people writing online that they think that the deleted photo is one of the weirdest, most damning pieces of evidence in the case that makes them think that it wasn't just an accident or, you know, like the Panama police, what could they have seen if it was a police cover up? What could they have seen in that picture that they didn't want seen? Like my, like just trying to be devil's advocate is I wonder if maybe, maybe there was somebody who deleted it because maybe it was like a really gruesome picture of one of the girls that would you would i mean come on and they didn't want the family to see it i don't know i'm just trying to be devil. i mean it's possible like okay like if they didn't the police want the family to see it and so they're like let's go ahead and delete this so the family but like they keep see. a copy themselves for like investigative yeah reasons i don't I, know i mean it's 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 possible i'm just trying to think of possible theory <laughs> maybe someone's like whoops they meant to hit like one and they hit delete and they're like i mean uh, people have said that maybe it was like just an error either human error or a like glitch or it something it was the panther or a panther picked up the <laughs> phone or the camera are there monkeys in those woods a monkey probably i don't know i hope not i hope they all died what oh right. my god <laughs> I hate monkeys. So wow. Much. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whether it was a cover up or just shoddy and lazy police work, all the other inconsistencies with the evidence and investigations really makes you think. Fingerprints on the girls' belongings that weren't theirs, the unreleased autopsy reports. They never they I mean, what could they do with the bones anyway? But like still mm-hmm. they basically found the bones and like didn't give any information about them besides like these bones look white. And they're not marked up. It's like, all right, that tells us a whole lot. Um, Inconsistencies where and how the evidence was collected, like the jean shorts. Very strange. Um, Also, 
The five days in between the photos and the phones turning on is just super strange. Like, you don't see anything, and then suddenly, it's like, could there have been something in between there? Maybe. I don't know. So, moving on, the next one would be... I just don't know why the police would like kill these girls in this. No, I'm not. I'm not like, saying cover anything. No, 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 no. I'm just like being like. Talking I, that's about not that what people are saying with the police oh. cover up. They don't think the police killed them. They think that something happened in their country that they don't want other people to find out. Um, like either whether whether my next actual my next theory is a possible serial killer in the area. Mm-hmm. Whether they they found like somebody's face on the camera and they don't want people to know there's a serial killer, or mm-hmm. there was some kind of like illegal something or other in the picture, Drugs and they're like, something. we don't want people to know there's a weed plant, or you know, I don't know. No, I get you. I get you. But that would be considered a police cover up. Not that they killed him, but or no, I've seen some movies and some things. So here we go. All the evidence of a serial killer, which is what a lot of people will immediately like kind of think in the back of their head, like, oh, that's so odd. Did someone kill them? Well, let's look into it. The backpack was found in excellent condition, leading some to speculate that it had been gently placed upon thine rice patty instead of like, <laughs> instead of <What>? like, <laughs> you heard me. Instead of, like, <laughs> rushing down this river and smacking against a bunch of rocks and getting wet. Yeah. Because if you think about it, how can it get there? It would have to go down the river, right? And the river is full of rocks. It's a fast river. And how would not? How would nothing have gotten that wet from right. being in a river? You, the camera and the phones would have gotten would have been destroyed. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. So it's very weird. Um, people think that it was placed there by somebody, and that it hadn't washed downstream or been in the water at all because everything worked, and the bag wasn't wet, and it wasn't dirty, and it wasn't bashed up. There were also the unknown DNA and unknown fingerprints on and in the bag. So these are all, again, pointing towards possible either a serial killer or just somebody happened to, like, like a crime of, um, what's, what do they call that? A crime of convenience? That's not the right word. Well, let's just call it that for now. <laughs> like, they just, what's the word? I can't, do you know what I'm talking about? The crime of, like, a crime of, not convenience, but, like, a crime of Oh, my God. I can't think of the word. Oh, my God. People are screaming at me listening to this right now, I'm sure. All right. (laughs) Like, basically, when someone goes along and they just, they're like, this is my chance. And then they, like, do it then. They don't premeditate it or anything. They're just like, this is my chance. Kind of a crime. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's not not like a crime of passion. It's just like a crime. (laughs) A crime of passion. They're like, oh, my God, I finally get to kill someone. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! All right. What so is that word? I'll okay. figure it out later. Moving on. Um, so they they consulted a survivor expert, Carl Wheel or Whale, can't uh-huh. tell. Stated, quote, I just cannot tell you it was an accident because the science does not support that conclusion. Dun dun dun. All right. He said it, guys. Science doesn't support it. There's not natural bleach out there? Just no. the bleach. Oh, bones. you know what's weird? There actually is phosphorus. Somebody said that their bones were found in a phosphoric area, which turned out not to be true. Just oh. FYI. <laughs> Someone like hit them hard with science and then was actually a liar the entire time. Oh, for sure. <laughs> the apparent bleaching, quote unquote, of Chris's bones while Lizanne seemed to decompose naturally is suspicious, although no forensic testing has been done on them to verify this, of course, because the police are fucking... Some believe they were bleached due to being left in the area with the phosphorus. See? The phosphorus. Mm-hmm. And then some people said, no, fuck you. 
So again, a lot of this stuff is like super like mentioned as like a kind of a side thing. It's mm-hmm. not it's hard to find like concrete shit. It's like, oh yeah, they kinda talked about this, but then but then they kinda it's like, okay. All right, so I'm just I'm basically just reading everything mm-hmm. I came across in all these articles. Um, a Panamanian forensic anthropologist later claimed that under magnification, there are no discernible scratches of any kind on the bones, neither of natural nor cultural origin. There are no marks on the bones at all, which would be strange had the bones been in the river and washed up because yeah. they would have hit things, or if it had been broken up by wild animals scavenging, which yeah. is a lot of people they say that the you know why were there only pieces of bones found when other people that have died in this forest their bodies are like largely intact and these girls like there's like a handful of bones and it's very weird because they're like okay first of all they didn't there weren't actually a lot of animals in that area that could like crunch through big bones like that there just weren't and another thing is that these bones had no marks. So, like, even if animals had gotten to it, like where were, where were the teeth marks? marks? Yeah. They weren't there. It was fucking weird. Makes no sense. Weirdly never enough. never going into a forest in Panama. Yeah. Don't. Guys, stop it. All right. If you're about to walk into a forest, turn around. Stop it right now. <laughs> um, people were saying that there have been, like, drowned victims that come down those rivers and stuff and their bodies and skeletons don't, like, break up on the rocks and go into pieces. They just get wedged in between rocks. <laughs> I know it's kind of gross, but like the point is that that the the river can't do to bodies what these bodies have had done to them. Yeah, it's like straight up, like it just it just doesn't make sense. So here's the interesting stuff about the other people in the area. Now I don't have a whole. Oh my god, what joy? What? <laughs> you know how like in Jaws, it's like this random shark that shouldn't be where you should be, yeah. where he is. Mm-hmm. What if there's like a croc? Oh, but it's like this really say, what if there was a shark? <laughs> what if there was a shark? But it was a land shark. It was a river shark. And she was trying to scare it away with the camera. Imagine those pictures. Oh my god! It's like a shark coming out of the forest. Can you? Imagine? I would cry. But it's walking on like little feet. Okay, carry on. <laughs> carry on. So, I don't have a whole lot of like. Proven evidence, I guess I want to say, about this next little part. Um, it seems to be very much like hearsay or like mm-hmm. word of mouth or kind of speculation for the most part. So I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it, but I think it's important to mention. Um, this is from a, a quote from an article made on the Daily Beast about there being a possible serial killer in the area mm-hmm. because of other deaths in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, quote The FBI joined the investigation on Tuesday and have uncovered a potential connection between this girl that had gone missing named Catherine Johannet and the unsolved deaths of Lizanne Froon and Chris Kremers. So Catherine Johannet had gone missing, uh, what was it, three years. I was like, 14, 15, 16, 17. <laughs> 2017, <laughs> three years after the other girls. So, And it was in, in Panama, pretty close to them. Catherine Johannet, who was 23, she was found robbed raped and strangled on a hiking trail in Isla Colon. Don't know if that's right. In, oh no, Bastimentos, Panama, (laughs) in February of 2017. The paper suggested the probe, the probe, I don't know what that is. It's just a, whatever. I just took it out of this article. The probe is looking into the possibility of a serial killer in the area. Johannet's body was found about 35 miles from where the remains of Chris Kremers and Lizanne Froon were discovered. Now, in Catherine's case, eventually a 17-year-old boy was arrested, but his name was never released. So 
again, don't want to put too much weight on that because it does seem to be speculation. It's very possible that what happened to Chris and Lizanne was an accident and then it just happened to be in the same area and like the rural Panama jungle is very dangerous in general for maybe suspicious people, robbers and accidents. You know, we we don't really know, but it is interesting to think about maybe it's possible that there's a serial killer in the area. It's very possible. So Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of something maybe to keep in mind, but I don't put too much weight into that. I feel like if anything, if, if anything happened to them, I feel like it was probably a one-off person kind of thing, but I just, it's so confusing to me because I have a very hard time coming, like coming to land on one theory that I agree with. I don't know about you, but that's pretty much the end of it. I have an idea. All right, what is it? Wait, first tell your theory. Oh, I I legitimately just... It's like a little of all of them. I feel... All right. I feel like, most likely, Chris got hurt. And that's what prompted the initial Mm -hmm. 911 call later in that day. She probably fell. She probably got hurt. Don't know how. Don't know why. Assuming she got hurt, and then she died on the 6th when her phone stopped being correctly entered the pin in it. Now, I think that after she... That doesn't make sense. Because on the 8th is when the photos were taken, and obviously Lizanne was taking the photos, and she was still with Chris because she took a picture of Chris. I just find it hard to believe that, let's say Chris died on the 6th, and Lizanne is still with her on the 8th. See, I, I, Joy, I legitimately can't come up with a theory. I feel I agree like you wouldn't like, can't. keep dragging around. Well, maybe you would, but I feel like after a few days, it Dude, would start to be a little too much. You asked me for my theory, and I cannot form one. I'm so serious. Every single thing I think of, I'm like, well, then that doesn't make sense because I, I can't. That's my theory is I can't. I don't know. I do think that she got hurt, and that's pretty much all I agree on in my mind, mm-hmm. and that the cameras were probably taken to ward off some kind of something but other than that i really just don't know so i have a theory that's probably not right but let's hear it i mean this is a super confusing case i'd open to literally anything so i feel like they might have kind of got lost so sometimes you go on a trail and you get lost that oh happens yeah to me i've gotten lost on a mountain <laughs> it was okay <laughs> i made it out <laughs> and um i feel like maybe they got lost and what are their names again? Chris? Chris and Lizanne. Lizanne. Okay, I keep, mm-hmm. wanting, I keep wanting to call her Susan. Okay, <laughs> Lizanne's the one with the android. Yes. Okay. So I feel like Lizanne was maybe starting to panic mm-hmm. and started, like, calling and calling. And Chris was originally kind of calling, too, but she was like, wait, like, we need to kind of say So you think they started calling later that day just simply because they were lost? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, I mean... I would start to panic if, like, the sun was maybe even about to go down and I'm, like, lost in a jungle and I can't figure my way back out. Yeah. Okay. I would I would be panicking, especially yeah. in a totally different, like, country and things like that. So I feel like maybe that's why they started calling. I don't know if that's right when she fell, because I feel mm-hmm. like so many days later, if you had fallen and then all that days later, I don't... I, it just doesn't quite add up to me. Okay. Um. So I think that... That's kind of what happened with that. And then, Liz, Liz, whatever, Lizanne. You got it. 
good okay i think that she kept calling and kind of got her phone out but the other one was being a little bit smart about energy and i think that maybe they had an argument so she's like maybe chris was sleeping or something and she tried to like log into the phone and it didn't work and she's got frustrated and i think maybe they kind of worked something out then i think day eight Mm -hmm. i think that might have been when she fell maybe it was like Maybe it was earlier in the day, maybe it was dark or something, but that might have been the day that she fell because I feel like, I don't know what the picture totally looked like, but I don't think you'd be dragging around a dead body with The thing is, you can't, the picture is literally just her hair. You can't even, you can't really even see her head. It's just her hair. So you, it's so close up, Mm -hmm. you just can't make anything out. So I feel like... We don't know if he's, she's on the ground. We don't know if she's standing up. We have no idea. Yeah. I feel like I feel like maybe something happened to her that day or maybe like the day before or earlier in the day or something. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe Lizanne heard something in the, in the woods. So she started trying to take like pictures to like see what it was. Yeah. And I think it might have been a person. And I think heart. that maybe that's why that body was so deep composed because it did like fall and maybe was left what body the one remember one one of the bones was regularly decomposed yeah oh lizanne was the one who Mm -hmm. was regularly decomposed yeah chris was the one that was bleached oh i thought it was vice versa Mm -hmm. i do want to say also another theory that somebody Mm -hmm. said about the pictures was that they were they were using the pictures to like alert a plane or something they heard above with like the light so another, that's that's another possibility. I I would probably that could believe. definitely be a possibility. Yeah, but I feel like maybe if she did fall or something, like maybe something happened, and maybe one girl might have like died and was like left or something, and that's why she was decomposed. But I wonder if maybe let's just like just playing with the theory. Mm-hmm. Creepy to, tour guide came and found them. one of them, mm-hmm. and maybe she so she thought that it was an animal, and then she saw it was him. Didn't think to take a picture because she was like, "Oh my god, finally!" Because he was yeah. not that far from them, mm-hmm. and maybe he kidnapped her, mm-hmm. left the other body because that was like somebody was already dead, took mm-hmm. all their stuff, and then staged it, and that's why one of the bones was bleached because he was trying to make it look like they both died at the same time. But maybe she was kept alive a little bit longer. The, so and then he it was bleached staged. Chris's bones. Why? Maybe she wasn't the one who fell. I guess the reason why everyone thinks she's the one that was hurt is because that picture with the blood on it. Yeah. It's it, she, but she might not have been dead there. We have no idea. Yeah. So that's. I, I mean, like honestly, I feel like I would. I would agree. It's very possible that somebody probably came across one of the girls eventually. Not maybe not initially, but. Maybe eventually, and that's why the backpack was taken and placed somewhere, because mm-hmm. I do not think that backpack was put down no. the river. It was definitely placed there. Yeah. Whether that was from somebody who did something to one of the girls, or if it was from someone who, like, found it in the forest and, like, picked it up and was mm-hmm. like, what's in here? And then was like, oh, shit, this is probably, nope, this is that one missing girl. I'm just going to put it here, or mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know. Because it's weird, like two bras in there like it's just kind of weird what was in there like it's almost like kind of like perverted and i'm gonna like, like how weird everything was i'm gonna go out on a limb and say they probably just took off their bras to like swim or something i don't fucking know but they probably just took them off on themselves i'm guessing mm-hmm. for who knows what reason so yeah so that's that know. it's crazy right that's I, a really crazy story i'm like to trying me, to piece it's, together what might have oh, happened it's just i can think about it forever because no matter what i think about it, i'm just like <gasps> but what if Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's grab my it's like we'll never face. know yeah it's beyond frustrating know. it's like 
that camera uh could you just point it at your fucking face i wanted to see everything i want to see more seriously but yeah those poor girls that's so sad mm-hmm. i just like can't imagine like being alive lost. for that long oh i can't i'd be like kill me now the first day oh my god like i would totally panic if i got slightly off Oh my god! And you can see what happens when you do. You freaking get lost in the woods. I just being in the dark woods for a week. Oh my god, my heart! I would just hate everything. Like the night of the first night, I would just like think of every survival movie I've ever watched <laughs> <laughs> or show, and be like, "Look, for I got sure. it." Um, yeah. So yeah. that's that. I, there we go. I love that one. I um, like that. That was really interesting. So, guys, if you haven't already followed us on social media mm-hmm. um we are at not a dream pod on twitter and instagram um i recently created a facebook group that i need to actually mm. like do up because all i did was create it and it has like no pictures or anything i was kind of wondering i was like is this just like for us or like no, no. what happened with it's that? for everyone i didn't even tell joy yet what it was about. i'm just like yeah, hey. i was just like what oh i got invited to like <laughs> Um, I need to make Joy, like, an admin and everything, so we're, we're, like, in the middle of making it, but also it's going to be, like, up and running probably, like, by the time this, this episode is up. So, just search for, uh, Not a Dream, This is Not a Dream podcast on Facebook. Join the group. I would love to get, like, a, like, discussion of people Mm -hmm. that want to, like, you know, it doesn't have to be about the episodes, it can be about whatever, but Mm -hmm. I'd love for it to be a place where people can talk about the theories the episodes what you'd like to see in the future what we can improve what you you know meet other people whatever Mm -hmm. so i thought that'd be kind of cool um other than that leave us five star reviews on apple podcasts and five star ratings because they are very important again to Mm -hmm. getting noticed and we're trying to get this podcast seen because the more it can be seen the more successful it is and the more we can you know just it just helps us a lot yeah it's exciting because then maybe eventually mm-hmm. we might have like cool merchandise or do cool giveaways or, or a things live like that. show or I, a live show that would be so fun i don't know why you guys no we gotta <laughs> why <Yeah>. would you <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so i'm making a new um please expect me to be in my pjs because <laughs> i probably will <laughs> i'm making a new logo right now so that'll be mm-hmm. the logo that will be on stuff it if we make so cool. merch so that'll be fun it's really cool yeah i need to finish making it i've been so busy but yeah, I don't have anything else to say. So you don't have anything else to say, Joy? Yeah, you're just gonna yawn into the microphone. I'm so tired. Don't look. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen, you guys. If you heard a yawn. <laughs> All right, guys. Then I think we will say toodaloo, my dear friends. Yes. Um, Thank leave you. us some messages and yeah, you know, interact with us on social media. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for tuning in another week. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I interact with our page a lot. <laughs> Yeah, Joy, Joy, like, will reply I'm, like, to us. I'm, like, onto the comments, <laughs> and I will, like, reply to you. It's funny, because I, since I run the Not A Dream Pod Instagram, it's always, like, me replying to Joy with the Not A Dream Pod Instagram, and she's replying with, like, her personal one, and I'm, I never reply with my personal one to that Instagram, because it's, I, I run both, so it's really weird. Anyway, that's fun. So we're just talking to each other. <laughs> If I don't reply, don't think that you're right, but also don't think that you're wrong. <laughs> I don't want people to know what it is, so I have to just shut up after a certain point. Oh yeah, when we post when we post hints and stuff, I don't really care if somebody says it or not. I don't want to confirm it if it's mine. <laughs> okay. I but I also don't want to lie and be like, you're wrong. <laughs>
<laughs> because then I feel bad. I crush dreams. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.